You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome in to Locked On Cardinals for Friday, September 3rd. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show at LJ Fastball on Twitter, as you can see here on the YouTube channel. Whether you're watching or listening, uh, whether you're driving or at home on your laptop or on your computer, thank you for uh, participating and uh, interacting for today's show. Happy Friday, everybody, as we have made it through yet another week, and it's hard to believe that September is already here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing a University of Missouri shirt right here, (laughs) and uh, that is because I do go to the University of Missouri. Uh, I think they're trying to to stripe the state with with black and gold, the color College Colors Day with football returning tomorrow for the University of Missouri. So I'm repping my university with the Mizzou shirt. So if you're a Mizzou student or alumni or whatever and you're listening, I want you to, to interact with me here for just a moment. Ready? M-I-Z. Wonderful. <laughs> if you're not from Missouri, you don't understand that. Uh, thanks for bearing through that little 15 seconds there. But Cardinals, like I mentioned, do return to action tonight after an off day yesterday. Um the Cardinals facing off against the Milwaukee Brewers. If you missed my episode yesterday, it was posted a little bit late, but kind of talking about what what Cardinals could possibly uh, be in the running for some major awards here in 2021. So if you want to check that out as well, be sure to do so. First pitch tonight is coming your way at 7.10 Central Time, and we're going to preview the series, what I like, what I don't like, go through the different um, probables and things of that nature. So we're going to have a good time on today's show. And we get to start things off with one of my favorite themes of the season, and that is Adam Wainwright. He's coming off an NL Pitcher of the Month award for the month of August. So let's take a look at those August numbers, shall we? He made three starts. He went 5-1, and one, earning a decision in every single one of those starts. His one loss came against these Milwaukee Brewers, in which he still pitched okay. Um, struck out four, gave up two earned runs over six innings, did give up nine hits. And in my opinion, that was probably his worst start of the of the month. I mean, the line against Minnesota on the first was a little bit worse, going just seven innings and giving up three runs. But I I just think that being able to hold the Milwaukee offense to two runs is impressive in and of itself. So Wainwright, for the month of August, six games, as I mentioned, all of them starts. 1-4-3 ERA, 44 innings pitched, uh, 29 hits in those 44 innings, seven earned runs, um, 36 strikeouts, so didn't strike out the world, but opponents hitting just a buck 85, and he had a whip of .80. Very, very solid numbers. You throw in a complete game shutout in there as well. His third complete game of the year is for shutout. Three of his four st- or three of his six starts, excuse me, um, saw zero earned runs given. That was a complete game shutout against the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, an eight inning performance against the Pirates, and a seven inning performance against the Pirates. So he was uh, uh, for that the until- entire year has been pretty dominant against the Pittsburgh Pirates, no doubt about it. So good to see the success against the Pirates, but now it's time for Adam Wainwright to have success against the Milwaukee Brewers because if you look at his starts against Milwaukee this season, which he has made a few, one came on April the 8th, five innings, an earned run, struck out six, five hits, not exceptional, and then the most recent one, six innings, two earned runs, uh, nine hits given up there. So some moderate success here against the uh, Milwaukee Brewers for Adam Wainwright, but he's going to be looking to continue the August success. Build off of his start against Milwaukee because in that, in that start back on August the 17th. It was the game one of a huge series for St. Louis. They, they, they kind of fell flat, falling two out of three to Milwaukee, but Wainwright did not have his best stuff. And that's why I, that's, that's why I get so impressed with a guy like Adam Wainwright or anybody who, who pitches well when they don't have their best stuff. Because that means, you know, it's a cliche and you, you might seem obvious to say, but that's when you know how to pitch. 
is when you are indeed being able to get out and go deep into games without your best stuff. Because Wainwright said he wasn't sharp, didn't feel great, gave up nine hits in six innings, which is not something that he usually does of that nature. And he was still able to, to, to grit through six innings. And I say this phrase a lot, keep his team in the game. Wainwright does that phenomenally well day in and day out. And it was impressive that he did that against Milwaukee. So he's going to be looking to continue his August success into September. We all know how he does that. He throws sinkers down and good old uh, the good old hook, the curveball, Uncle Charlie, whatever you want to call it, that's his bread and butter pitch. It's, it's, it's very well known that Wainwright uh, has a very good curveball. If that's on tonight, I, I like his chances. He has a little bit of uh, struggles early in the season on the road, um, pitching pretty poorly against the, the Reds and the Padres on the road, uh, but he has kind of wrote that ship. So him starting on the road um, in, in Milwaukee tonight doesn't really um, concern me or bother me or worry me. Uh, I, I do think that he's going to, to impress as well. There's little to no evidence now that at this point in the season for him not to impress. Even MLB The Show is taking notice. They had a signature card of his um, available for Diamond Dynasty. I grinded, I got through it, and I earned the Adam Wainwright card. In his first start, he threw eight shutout innings and got the win in a ranked season Diamond Dynasty game. So even in MLB The Show, when, when I'm playing, and I, I play a decent amount, but I'm not extremely great at it, but Adam Wainwright still dominates even in a virtual video game. Bodes well for his start tonight. Hopefully, uh, he continues that success. And you know the bullpen is going to be decently rested after an off day. But you do you did have a doubleheader on Wednesday in which you had to get a lot of innings in. So if I had to guess, Henderson Cabrera throwing two innings on Wednesday, you probably don't want to see him tonight. We'll keep him rested for the rest of the series because the Cardinals' next off day is not until Thursday the 16th, uh, and that comes after three against Milwaukee, four LA, three Cincinnati, and three New York Mets. So. Try and save bullets, but obviously you have to go with what's your best because we're getting to the point of the season where there, there are no more extra games. Every game's must win, etc., etc. So we'd like to see Wainwright go, go go deep tonight. Cardinals will be facing off against Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta is having a very fine year: two, four, five ERA and twenty-three starts, a WHIP of under one, hundred and sixty-four strikeouts in one hundred and twenty-one and a third innings. He strikes out a lot of people. However, when you look at his uh, most recent, when you look at his game logs, his most recent start. Uh, came against St. Louis, in which he uh, had to leave that start due to injury. Two innings, three earned runs, five hits, gave up a hit batsman, and struck out two. So he has not started since August the 18th. And according to MLB.com, he'll be making his return tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. So you got to wonder now is... What I wonder now is, was that success the Cardinals had against Peralta, true dominating success from the offense, not you know, dominating, but true immediate success from the offense, because the Cardinals did go on to lose that game, or, or was it just Brandon Woodruff not, um, not being effective because of the injury? Either way, I think that the Cardinals should be able to use what they learned last time out. And um, good to see Peralta back, because you never want to see anybody get, get hurt too bad or stay out for too long or anything of that nature, but... Yeah, he's definitely going to be a tall task tonight for the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals are going to need to try and get to the bullpen early and make get a lead against Peralta so the, so the Brewers don't go to a Josh Hader, don't go to a Devin Williams and things of that nature, or even a Bruce Suter, uh, Brent Suter. Because um, so, when this Milwaukee bullpen gets a lead, they're awfully good. I, don't, I do not want to be facing Josh Hader in the ninth or, or Devin Williams. I had to face Josh Hader in the ninth of MLB The Show in a game last night before I went to sleep. Wasn't fun. Did not do well. I lost that game. Not extremely, not, extremely, uh, not, not a fun matchup for anybody, especially lefties. But I think that um, the, so the the key is like I talked about in the entirety of the Milwaukee series last year, or last year, last series in the middle of August. Get to these starters early before they can settle in. I'm going to say that about 
Peralta, I'm going to say that about Hauser, who's starting tomorrow, and I'm going to say that about Corbin Burns, who's starting on Sunday. So two out of these three guys are, are Cy Young caliber pitchers, or extremely dominating pitchers, and Hauser's pretty good in, in his own right, don't get me wrong, um, but, but it's going to be a tall task for St. Louis. Get to them early. Don't let Milwaukee get a lead and, ha- and be able to go to their dominating bullpen late in the game. But the Cardinals play the M- Milwaukee uh, 10 more times this season. 10 times in a month. Three this weekend, four the 20th to the 23rd, and then three more 28th to the 30th to round out the season. Um, the, the first seven of these are in Milwaukee, and the last three are back at Bush Stadium. So it's going to be a tall task against Milwaukee. We're going to see the Brewers a lot, and I'll give my prediction on kind of what I see coming forward in the next month here in, in the upcoming segment. Um, but, but the Game 1 preview looks about as well as it can for for the Cardinals in my opinion because you're gonna whoop, that's the wrong logo apologies on the YouTube channel um you, you want to see your best pitcher and the Cardinals have their best pitcher their best starting pitcher going tonight and Adam Wainwright that's always 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 going to be a positive when good old Uncle Charlie is on the mound took our first break then talking about uh Mr. KK Kim and his game to start what the Cardinals or at least what I think the Cardinals need from KK and uh, as he continues to work his way back from injury but first I want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar in the business and that is Built Bar we all have our favorites and if you don't have a favorite if you haven't heard of all the flavors I'm here to tell you about them we've got coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream German chocolate mouth is literally watering thinking about these built bars they have something for everyone they also have limited time flavors as well occasionally my favorite is the double chocolate all these bars are covered in chocolate so the double chocolate has more chocolate and I love chocolate but just because I have chocolate I've said that word a lot does not mean that they are not healthy because these bars are incredibly tasting and incredibly healthy most bars have 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 and gram sugar and net carbs uh, only four to five grams of each of those amazing flavors all tasty all healthy get yourself a mixed box where you get nine two of each of the nine flavors and try them all you can't go wrong and also, Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So many, many reasons to get this delicious protein bar by going to Built.com. I'll give you one more reason, and that is a promo code that will get you 15% off your first order, and that is LOCKED15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 gets you 15% off your order. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Built.com right now and get yourself some Built Bars. Game two for the St. Louis Cardinals puts KK Kim on the mound. As I mentioned before, I went to a break, and it is uh, he's going to be facing off against Adrian Hauser. KK Kim still working back from injury, making just his his second start uh, since coming off the the IL. I went to the IL after a four inning performance against the Royals on August seventh. Came back with a two and two thirds scoreless outing against the Detroit Tigers in relief, and then in his most recent start against the Pittsburgh Pirates, went just four innings, three hits, an earned run, did walk a batter, and struck out three. So the key now is, is to get back to what KK was doing in the month of July. Because in, in the month of July, in five, in five starts, um, 2-2-8 ERA, uh, 27 and two-thirds of an inning, batting average against of 186 and a whip of under one. His only bad start in the month came against Cleveland Indians. Wasn't able to get out of the third inning. Other than that, he had two runs or less in his previous four starts of that month. And he was going. Here are his innings counts for, for those starts. July 5th, 7th. 
July 10th, six innings. July 17th, six. July 22nd, six. And then the two and two thirds on the 28th. So outside of that Cleveland start, KK Kim was going deep into games as well as not allowing a lot of earned runs. And buzz phrase, keeping his team in the game. And the Cardinals need to have, to have Kim, as it mentions there in the YouTube um, caption, they need to have him make a long start. They, I, I, we, in my opinion, as I slow down a little bit, need KK Kim to go back to what he wasn't doing, go back to what he was doing in July. Go deep into games. Use he's very similar to Wainwright. He's not going to blow you away with, with 95 or 96 or even 93, 94. He's going to sit 90 to 92. Might touch 93 on a good day, but he's going to rely on movement to move in, move out, move up, move down. He's going to pitch. He's not going to throw at you. I think I bumped my mic. I apologize. He's going to pitch. And that, that's going to be huge for KK. And this Milwaukee lineup is not an easy one to navigate through for anybody. But I think KK has a good shot against these Milwaukee Brewers. He's pitched very well against the National League Central this season. He does have one start against the Brewers this season, and that came back on May the 11th. He went five and a third innings, gave up five hits, one earned run, walked a batter, and struck out six. Did not factor into that decision. So if KK does that, you know, obviously I'd like to see him go six innings and go, you know, go above and beyond just a little bit. But if he's able to go five and a third, give up less than an earned, you know, less than two earned runs, gave up just one in that start, huge win for St. Louis. The, the, this team, as we saw in this week in the series against Cincinnati, this team is going to need um, to to pitch well to get out. And I apologize uh, for that noise that just went off. Um, uh, if, if you heard that, so I apologize. But anyways, th- this team needs to pitch well. It starts and ends with pitching. We saw that on Wednesday. They were able to, to kind of muster through uh, the, the game one of the doubleheader when Michaelis did not pitch well, and Jay Happ pitched a lot worse. But he's uh, the, the, so I, I get that it was worse than Michaelis, but still didn't pitch well from the starting pitching perspective, and you did not win. Cardinals have some have three solid starters lined up this week or this weekend against Milwaukee. KK Kim has the opportunity to kind of jump back into what he was doing back in July. Wainwright needs to continue the success from success, some. Geez, excuse me. Uh, needs to continue the success from August. KK Kim needs to jump back and get the success that he was doing uh, back in the month of July. Simple, right? Easier said than done. For the Brewers' standpoint, Adrian Hauser uh, will be making his 24th start of the or 22nd start of the year, 24th game appearance uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. Did not start in the most recent series against St. Louis, uh, but on the year he's seven and six, a 3.69 ERA, 112.2 thirds of an inning. Um, so for for him, he has one start against St. Louis all the way back in April. Went five innings, uh, gave up an unearned run, six hits, four walks, and struck out three. He did get the win in that game because the Cardinals were not able to um, punish him for those four walks. So look for the Cardinals to continue to work the count against him and do all those good things. His most recent start came against the Minnesota Twins, and it was not a good one. Five innings, five hits, five runs, all of them earned. Hit two batters, walked three, and struck out four. Uh, before that, he had a three and a third inning performance uh, against the Nationals, and then a six and a third inning, one earned run against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So coming off a really bad start is Mr. Hauser. And when you look at the Cardinals' numbers against Hauser individually, because I always like to look look at that a little bit, because that can kind of you know tell you a little bit about the how a team might fare. Not a whole lot of experience against Hauser. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt has the most with 13 at-bats. He's 385 with two home runs, six runs driven in. 
So hopefully he continues his toward month or his toward second half. Yadier Molina is also um, four for 12 in his career against Towser. One home run, two RBIs. Carpenter is three out of seven uh, for his career. Everybody else has less than six at-bats. So not a whole lot of experience, but the, the people that have a high volume of at-bats against Towser have success in Paul Goldschmidt and Yadier Molina. And I can guarantee you that Yadier Molina will be playing at least the first two games, um, at least in, in my opinion. I think he'll definitely be playing tonight since Wainwright is starting. Uh, that, that, that is a given guarantee. So and I, I would imagine Molina gets the bulk of the starts from here on out as the Cardinals prepare to make a stretch run. But I mentioned in segment number one, I'm going to talk about what I think about this whole, uh, the, the remaining 13 games. The Cardinals might not be fighting for an NL Central title. Brewers have that, as I talked about uh, yesterday or day before, talked about it a lot because the Brewers have this thing almost wrapped up. Uh, um, their magic number is down to, to 18. They're 10 games above the uh, Cincinnati Reds. The 12 and a half against the Cardinals, a run differential of plus 124. They're on their way to an NL Central Division title. So I don't think the Cardinals are going to try and compete with that, but you do have two teams that are competing for a playoff spot because the Brewers might want to try and get, get a home field advantage for one of those rounds. And you have two teams that simply because of they're in the same division and their rivals don't like each other very much. They're playing a lot of games in a short amount of time. I'm expecting, and again, I don't really advocate for fighting or brawls or anything of that nature, but I would not be surprised and I'm ex- predicting that there's going to be at least one I don't want to say brawl, but at least one kind of altercation, benches clearing, maybe not fight or punches thrown, but one time where kind of tempers boil over. We saw that last year in a start between Yadier Molina. I think it was Jed Jerko was, was kind of in the middle of that too, or maybe he was holding Molina back. I remember a picture in my head, but they had a little debacle last year, the Brewers and Cardinals did. So I predict that that will happen again, at least one time in the next 13 games over the course of the next 27 days. Agree? Disagree? Let me know. You can follow me on Twitter, LJ Fastball. DM me there. DM me uh, the, the show account on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Email the show at LockedOnCards at gmail.com with your thoughts, predictions about anything ever, not just about uh, this upcoming series, but let me know if you think um, what you think that the Cardinals will be doing, if the Cardinals and Brewers will have any benches clearing uh, brawls or debacles or anything of that nature. So that's going to do it for segment number two. Long and short of it, KK Kim needs, in my opinion, to have a long, productive start for the St. Louis Cardinals, and that will give them the best chance to win. Because when the cliche is, when this team pitches well, they win. And I don't think I forgot to say it, the Cardinals need to get to Adrian Hauser early. So that's the, the second time I'll say that. I will only say that three times in the entire show um, because it is something that that said a lot, but you cannot let a good starter settle in. And I'm not saying Adrian Hauser is a Freddie Peralta or a Corbin Burns, but it is a good rule of thumb to just get to a starter early. Take one more quick break here on Locked On Cardinals. Come back with a Game 3 preview where the Cardinals have a lefty looking to get closer to a milestone win. Talk about that coming up in just a moment. But as I mentioned at the top of the show, Mizzou football returns, and it's that time of year as all eyes are turning to the gridiron as football is Back. Uh, NFL comes back next Thursday. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You have updated odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag, including the NF Online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, both open now at Bet Online. If you sign up today, you can receive a 100% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKED ON, L C K E D O N. Also, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. 
If you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up with the promo code NFL100NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. So whether it's baseball, football, boxing, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Be sure to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's cousin's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you that there's a simple way to get all of your entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite shows, sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling different remotes or needing to buy another device ever again. And the best part? No annual contract leaking or signing you up long term. So get rid of the clutter and confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Game three uh, between the Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend is at 110 Central Time over um, in Milwaukee uh, at their place, American Family Field, I think is what it's called now, uh, Old Miller Park. Uh, but John Lester, as I mentioned, kind of teased it in segment number two, John Lester is looking for win number 199 as he looks to inch closer do that milestone win of 200. Who knows what he'll get to do next season. He's probably got three, maybe four starts left um, in his um Cardinal career, anyways, because I do not see him returning. <coughs> Excuse me, do not see him returning as a St. Louis Cardinal next season. So he's going to have ample amount of opportunities. The opponents might make it difficult on him, uh, but nevertheless, I think that motiv- the motivation for him, at least in my mind, if I were in his situ- if I were in his shoes, he would be um, that that would be something that I'd be chasing to get milestone number two hundred. He got number one ninety eight in his most recent start against the Cincinnati Reds when he just flat out dominated, going six and a third, giving up one earned run on one hit, two walks, and struck out five. If he's starting on Sunday, five days later would be Friday, in which he gets another chance against the Cincinnati Reds. So definitely a good opportunity. The earliest John Lester could get win number 200 would be a week from now, Friday, September the 10th. But for John Lester, I don't know if he's ever going to be dominant like he was against the Reds, because even the start before that, he went five innings, gave up just one run, but he gave up seven hits against the Detroit Tigers. Then uh, it was not a factor in that decision either. So, you know, I'm not really expecting, or I don't think anybody should expect John Lester to go out there and just flat out dominate like he did against the Reds last week, uh, or earlier this week, I should say, because that was phenomenal and that was incredible. But I don't think that that's something that is a realistic expectation of Lester moving forward. If he can go out there, you know, I'm expecting Wainwright to go six to seven. I would like to see Kim go five to six. Same thing for Lester. For, for, for Lester, it, it's just relying on his ability to pitch as well. All three of these guys that the Cardinals are going to throw at the Brewers this weekend are not fireballers. They are the opposite of fireballers. I'd be willing to make a bet that the hardest any of the pitchers throw this weekend will be 93 miles an hour. I don't think any starter for the Cardinals this weekend breaks 93 miles per hour. 
And if you're listening right now and you want to write that down and try and at me later, and, and if, if, if Kim or Wayne or Lester breaks 93, I, I think that they could get to 93, but I don't think anybody's touching 94. So if somebody gets over 93 and you guys want to call me out on social media, by all means. This is no disrespect to John Lester, KK Kim, or Adam Wainwright, but I just think their days of throwing 94 in terms of Lester and Wainwright are over, and Kim has never really uh, consistently touched 94. Uh, so 93, I think, is the cap on all three of these guys, but very similar to the Kim and Wainwright, Lester's going to need to rely on soft contact. I don't think he's going to be striking out the world. I don't know what the Reds hitters were looking at, but they weren't seeing what Lester was throwing. They weren't, like Jeff Carr said on the uh, crossover on Wednesday, or Tuesday, they weren't touching him at all. They weren't even remotely close. Now that I say that, that crossover was on Wednesday. I don't know. It was earlier this week. We recorded two crossovers. I forget which one. It would have been, probably would have been Wednesday because I think he started on Tuesday. I digress. No, it was Monday. Oh, my goodness. It was Monday. Anyways, um, I don't think he's going to be striking out the world or or confusing the batters like he did against the Reds. I apologize for that blunder there. Um, But I I do think it's reasonable to expect five, six innings, zero to two earned runs, zero to three. But the reason what makes Sunday's game so tough is the Brewers are throwing out Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is having a pretty phenomenal year. 227 ERA, 9 and 4 in 23 starts, 189 strikeouts in 130 innings, opponents hitting just 203. Um, in his most recent start against the Cardinals, uh, he, he dominated. He didn't strike out the world. He only struck out three when he was coming off a 15 strikeout performance against the Cubs on the, the uh, start prior. But he threw six shutout innings, no hitter for, I think, five, maybe five and a third. Tommy Evan broke that up. Um, but, but that's what makes Sunday's game so difficult. You feel pretty confident, in my opinion, with, with Freddie Peralta uh, tonight because of Adam Wainwright. You feel pretty confident against Adrian Hauser coming off a bad start, not necessarily the profile of a top pitcher like the Cardinals are facing. Sunday, in my opinion, is going to be the hardest game. And in terms of predicting the series, because that's going to uh, get close to wrapping it up here, but I will go ahead and make a prediction on the series for this weekend. It's very difficult because I could definitely see the Cardinals riding the momentum from taking two out of three against the Reds, but I also see falling flat on their faces and, and losing badly the last game on Wednesday to being a factor, and maybe that momentum is a little bit less than we thought. I can see it all. I'm going to be bold. The, the, the playoffs are well within reach for the St. Louis Cardinals. When you're looking at who they're chasing and who they're, who, who they're chasing and who they're playing, who those teams are playing, let's take a look at that real quick before I get into my predictions. The Dodgers and Giants play each other this weekend. The loser of that series will be in second place and will hold the top spot in the wild card. The Reds are playing Detroit. Detroit's a tough team. Tougher than than I gave them credit for earlier in the season, but it's still not incredible. The Padres are playing Houston. As much as we might want Houston to lose, because if you're still mad at them for 2017, different discussion. Maybe you want the maybe we probably want the Houston Astros to win if you want the Cardinals to make the playoffs. And the Phillies, who are actually ahead of the Cardinals, play Miami. So the Cardinals, in my opinion, outside of you know probably the the Padres, have a very difficult schedule this weekend. So that's why I think that this series is very important, even though the Cardinals might not be chasing an NL Central Division title. I'm going to be optimistic. I realize that there are still lineup problems with this team. I realize that you could argue that the lineups aren't always great. I realize that it was just one series that the Cardinals won, and it was even a seven-game, seven-inning game that they won. So is it really? A, I understand all of that. I'm going to be optimistic. For some reason, I still am optimistic about this team and still think they could make the playoffs, possibly sneak in, at least as a wildcard team. I say the Cardinals take two out of three this weekend. I think their pitching is what leads them. Wainwright pitches well tonight. 
have confidence in Kim to keep uh, taking steps forward, and I think that uh, Lester pitches well as well. I'm not going to go into too many details about ooh, which game, what, what, who performs well, whatever, but because of the pitching, I have a lot of confidence in the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend to take two out of three against Milwaukee, and maybe since Milwaukee took two out of three against St. Louis at St. Louis, maybe the Cardinals can return the favor. Who knows? Remains to be seen. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see right here. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO <laughs> underscore Cardinals. Email the show at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys, um, and, and every week. I really do appreciate you guys watching, listening, interacting, following, uh, re- reaching out as well. Uh, so be sure to keep doing that. Uh, and like I said, if a starter throws higher than 93 this weekend for the St. Louis Cardinals, let me know. Let me hear it and uh, call me out. I have no problem with that. Uh, but hopefully the Cardinals do take two out of three. That's my prediction. We'll see how right it is. Next show is coming out on Monday, recapping the series as well as a slight preview of the Dodgers series. Um, so so here, here's the content update. Monday morning will be an episode recapping the um, Milwaukee series. And then because Monday is a day game, Labor Day, um, I'll, have a, I'll have a short post-game show on Monday evening uh, after the, the Cardinal-Dodgers game at 1.15. So be on the lookout for those two things. But until I talk to you then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, have a fantastic day, and have a fantastic rest of your weekend.